Hello and welcome to Convos with Chloe. As always, you can go to ChloeMGooden.com for any other resources that you may need to help you with in hope and encouragement in your walk with Christ. So this segment, we're going to talk about when your year didn't turn out as expected. I know we're going coming into the new year and either some of you are like really excited to go into the new year because it's been a great year and you're looking forward to what God has for you in this next year and hoping for new things and new beginnings. And it's nice because it gives us that fresh start in our lives for changes that possibly we didn't see this year. Or either some of you are quite upset or disappointed because this year did not turn out the way that you desired it to, whether because you asked God for something and you thought it would come to fruition, or maybe you set a goal and you didn't meet it. So I'm hoping in this segment, though, I'm able to give you hope and encouragement and maybe even some tips for next year um, to how to reflect really on this past year and also what to do maybe different next year and how to think differently so that you can enjoy the ending of this year and start a new beginning. Be back with you in a second. Here's to a new year of not only letting go of the past, but also letting go of some people. You may be going through a breakup or a divorce and you want to leave that year of heartache, pain, and tears behind you and step into a new life of restoration, healing, and I'm sure of letting go. The breakup, how to let go of your ex, heal, forgive, and move forward is now available on ChloeMGooden.com. And I hope that in this book, I'm able to walk with you as you learn to heal from your past, let go of your exes, be able to forgive, and ultimately move forward into the life God has for you. Have a happy new year. Just wanted to say thanks so much for the reviews on the podcast and the listens. I love reading some feedback from you all. And please don't ever hesitate to also ask questions and it could possibly be answered on the podcast. Continue to leave reviews and share that helps other people to find the podcast. And hopefully within the ministry, we'll be able to help people more and more. So once again, I appreciate it. And I hope you continue to enjoy Convos with Chloe. So we are wrapping up this year. I don't know about you, but it was a rough one for me, (laughs) but ended really good. Uh, Some of you may could totally relate to that. It's maybe been a really rough year and you're just so excited for 2019 to come into fruition in your life. Or maybe some of you just had a great year um, and you're just excited for all God is doing in your life, which is great. Um, That's amazing that you feel like that in your life because some people may not. I know that in the beginning of the year, some of you created some form of resolutions and or possibly had a word for this year that you felt God placed into your life. I'm sure as I read off this list of typical things people have for resolutions, um, you probably could relate to them. Um, I saw some such as in 2019, I'm going vegan or maybe paleo. In 2018, this is the year that I'm going to see all of my dreams fulfilled. In 2018, I'm going to stop making excuses and get my degree. 2018, me and my husband are going to reconcile. In 2018, I'm going to quit smoking. Or maybe in 2018, I'm going to finally lose that weight. 
I'm sure I can go list upon list of things people said that they would do this year. And some of them probably really did fulfill them. Some of them didn't for whatever different reasons. I think that when it comes to everybody, it's different on how they reflect on their previous year and then also what they decide to do for the next year. I know for me personally, I think a couple of years ago, I started thinking of one word, I'm asking God um, what one word that he wanted me to focus on for that year or what I felt he was going to do in my life. And one of the things that I think about one or two ministers even talked about was the year of reconciliation. And that's exactly what happened in, t- in my life. And I'll go over in a little bit about that. Um, but also it's okay to set those goals in your life, but I'm going to talk about how to set these goals, but at the same time, keep it in mind God's will for yourself. But also within that, maybe ask God, what word does he have in mind for you? For me, I know that God is going to do wonders and blessings and miracles. I've asked to see miracles in my life for next year. But also, I felt like God was telling me the word serve. I mean, I didn't expect that. And so, and it makes sense because usually when God is doing great things in our lives, he blesses us because he wants to bless others. And also in the midst of us serving other people, which is one of the main thing God wants us to do, in turn, we naturally get blessed. So that would make sense. So it's totally okay to have a theme for your next year, but make sure that you're asking God what theme he has for your year. And I want to say that possibly that's probably the number one thing that you want to reflect on this previous year. And if it didn't turn out as expected, one of the things that we tend to do in our lives is that we try to set those plans and goals without actually inquiring God about what he desires for our lives. In Galatians 17, it tells us that the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. So sometimes when we're sitting down writing these goals in our lives, we may be writing things that are more so just about us and maybe material things that we hope to come into our lives or relational things. And it's nothing wrong with setting goals as far as, oh, you want to get out of debt or maybe lose weight. It's totally okay. You should have a plan. However, I think many times in those times when we do write down these goals, we never just stop lay it before God and say, God, what do you desire in my life? In Proverbs 19, 21, he reminds us that it's many plans in the man's mind, but it's God that stands. So ask yourself this previous year, was your goal and resolution God ordained or was it self ordained? That will make a big difference in what happens in your life. Um, I know for me, just sharing a personal story uh, with it, I had in my life that I wanted to have a certain goal when it comes to my authorship and when it comes to speaking and I had all these things that I wanted to do. And sometimes you can find yourself having goals and you're not thinking about maybe what God has in mind for me when it comes to my ministry versus what I have in mind. And so even being just transparent with that, like my goal always is to help others and love others. And sometimes though, in the midst of what God has called us to do, we can get wrapped up in those goals and numbers and um, having those set goals like they do in business, um, which all things are businesses. But I had to really stop and say, well, wait a minute. What does God want for my ministry this year? What has he called for this year to be? And that's something that you really want to think about with whatever business mindset that you have or plan that you have or relational plan that you have in your life. Is it also God's timing for those things to happen? And that's the next thing, the number two thing I would say. Ask God, Lord, is this the season and timing? I think about the story 
in um, I believe Genesis, where God came to Abraham and told Sarah and Abraham that you will have a baby by this time next year. And he told them specifically when it was coming. And many times we have desires that God has put in us and plans, but it may just not be time for it yet. So the desires that I may have for my ministry may totally be God's plan, but it may not be his will and season timing for it yet. So ask God as well when you write down your plans for next year and the things you reflect on, was it the timing? And the third thing that I would think about as well is when you were trying to reach these goals this year or maybe waiting on God's plan, at some point when it got hard, when it got tough, did you give up a little too quick? So one thing that the enemy loves to do is when things are coming to fruition, we're right on the cusp of where God has for us. He makes it really, really tough for us. So tough to where you want to give up. And in Galatians 6, 9, he reminds us to let us not grow weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So once again, being transparent, um, I went through a really rough time in my marriage this year. And I remember the pastor um, at my church, who was talking about the year of reconciliation. And I really needed to hear that um, as far as what was going on with me and my marriage. And it got tough. It got really, really hard. And um, in the past, I had a bad habit of when things get really, really hard. I don't know if you've ever heard of the thing flight or fight. Um, and I try my best to fight. Eventually, I just fly, fly out of the situation. Um, but right when it got really hard, I just like, I couldn't take this anymore. I gave up on my marriage. I gave up on the situation. And right when I gave up, and I found out later from my husband was right when God was changing his heart and also God was changing mine. See, the enemy, he cannot see the future. Okay. He's not God. All right. However, he is in the spirit realm, so he can see when things are coming, though. And he did things to distract me, and he did things to help me to give up. But thank God for his grace and mercy, and his plan prevails over ours always. Me and my husband did reconcile, and we did work on our marriage and still together to this day. And all the things that I really desired for our marriage are coming to fruition now towards the end of the year. But I almost missed that because it got hard and I gave up. What did you do this year that you worked really hard for? Maybe you was thinking about getting your degree finally or working on that relationship with your mom or your father or your friend or your spouse or somebody you were dating. Or maybe it was a plan that you had for yourself, but it just got hard and you just got to a place like, you know what, Lord, maybe it's just not time and maybe it's just not for me. And you gave up. I want you to ask God, did you give up a little too fast? Now, we serve a God who is all powerful, all gracious, all loving, and he can bring all that time that you lost back to you twofold. And he can get you right back to where you started and still bring into fruition what you began and finish it. Ask the Lord and reflect, did I give up a little too soon on that business plan? Did I give up a little too soon on that relationship? Did I give up a little too soon on the ministry that you've given me, God, and ask him that. Within all of that, you also want to ask yourself for number four, did you actually put actions with your faith in what you were believing? And James 2, 14 says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, it is dead. 
If you wanted to get out of that addiction, but you didn't do anything different, you're still around the same friends, you're still doing the same patterns, you didn't make any type of steps or plan, how do you expect to leave it? If you wanted to lose weight or maybe you wanted to change something about your physicality as far as just your health, did you look up resources on it? Did you tell your friends about it and get some form of friendship to where they are keeping up with you and helping you realize like, hey, you can do this and being that encouragement? I'm not sure what you wanted to do. Maybe even you wanted to get out of debt, but you kept all your credit cards and you still swipe your car for things that you just desire instead of that you need. There is a philosophy out there called insanity. You may have heard of it, but it says insanity is when you do the same thing over and over again, but you expect different results. God will meet you right where you are and give you all the strength that you need to meet your goals and be in his will and his plan. But you have to put deeds, actions with your faith. I was actually listening to a pastor um, yesterday. He and his wife wanted children that were struggling with it. And he said that he knew he wanted a little boy. And so he painted his room, one of the rooms in his house blue. And he put even um, sports type memorabilia in the room. And he had a wallpaper that had sports on it. And he went in that room every day and he prayed. And he praised God for what God was going to do. Whatever it is that you're believing, are you putting actions with your faith? If you're believing for a baby, Get excited about it. Maybe even buy baby clothes sometimes. Or maybe get around people and let them know, hey, I'm believing God for a child in my life. Or I'm believing God for this business in my life. Or I'm believing that God is going to come through and bring my ministry to a certain place. Or I'm going to get this degree. Take steps of faith. And don't let people discourage you. Do not let time discourage you. And do not let you what you see right now in the present make you think and discourage that God is not working in your life. Put deeds with your faith. Ask God, is this his will for your life? Make sure that you're pursuing what the Lord has in your life and make sure that you don't give up when it gets tough because that's usually when you're right on the cuffs of what God has for your life. I don't know what happened with you this year and it may have been good, it may have been bad. Regardless, reflect on that and see the lessons that God wanted you to learn. I learned so many lessons this year. I learned not to give up on things when they get hard. I learned to not be so quick to listen to people about what God has to do in my life, but listen to his word. And I also learned the importance of patience and knowing that it's a season and timing in life. This was the year for God where he wanted me to focus more on my marriage or our relationships, more so than maybe other things like business and degrees or the ministry in my life. What is God asking you to focus on next year? What does he want to change in your life? If you start with him and seeking him, that's always the best way to start off your year. I hope that this podcast has helped you. And as always, you can go to my site at chloeamgooden.com and you can message me there, whether it's you need some words of encouragement or questions. And I'm always here for you the best way I can. I hope you have a great and blessed new year. I know that God is with you and he will be with you next year and every year after that. God bless. 
As always, you can visit ChloeMGoon.com for more books, blogs, podcast topics, as well as resources. You can also contact me there for any questions and or also if you have anything that you want to inquire about with the podcast, as well as speaking events. As always, I hope that I'm able to lead you into healing, hope, strength, and fulfillment through Christ. And make sure to subscribe so you can learn more about the Chloe M. Good Ministries, as well as stay up to date. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.